Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, gopowercat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's the overtime. It's Friday. I've had a little fun here. I've added in some stuff. Coachella sucks this year. I thought I did a better job last week. I thought I was more focused on the task. Cole seemed to like last week's. Was it because I added in a bunch of your music? I think it was the Rick Ross grunts that did it for me. You know what was amazing is you guys, when you were impersonating Rick Ross with your grunts, were (laughs) really close to the actual thing when I dropped it in. Oh, that was really bad. That was really bad. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Nothing like a solid grunt to start your podcast. We're sponsored by The Fridge. Stop into The Fridge whenever you're in Manhattan and support your great local liquor store right there at the corner of this and that in the town in which we live. I'm not messing around. I want to get busy here. Ooh, let's go to your questions from Wabash Station. Who's got them? I'll take them again. Oh, wow. Gills is just driving the ship. Wow. For sure. Here's Captain Gilbert. Uh, first question. I like pickles. Cat's cousin is getting married. And okay. he just got wind that his wedding... Is in October, October 2nd, approximately, one and a half hours from Manhattan. No, no, no. You just completely screwed that question up. It's fine. Approximately one and a half hours from Manhattan. His wedding is October 2nd, approximately an hour and a half from Manhattan. So game day. Yeah. Rank these options. Are we clear on the on the whole? Yes. On the whole wedding? Are are we we sure? Okay. Just, but I'm not clear on something. So this is, I like Pickle's cat. His cousin. His His cat is getting married. No, his cat's getting married. (laughs) So... So, is this guy's name, I like Cucumber's Cat, because it's his cousin to the pickles? I'm not sure. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> move on without answering the question. No, let's move on to the options here. What are our options? He's got a plethora of options. First one, root for an 11 a.m. kickoff and try to catch as much of the game as possible before leaving and listen to the rest. Record the game, avoid the internet all day, and watch the recording when I get home. Watch as much as possible on my phone, and if we win, duck out immediately after the meal for Aggieville. Fake an illness and wear a mask, sunglasses, and hat in case I get put on TV or other. Yeah, I think you need to fake the illness. Or just straight up say, you scheduled your wedding on a college football Saturday. You know that I'm busy. And you disrespected me and my time, and then you decline on your RSVP. I get that they're family. Look, but I've. But that's my point. Point to the stadium name. I'm in this family too. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have a question for Pickles. How close is he to his cousin? That's valid. 
Because obviously you're, not that close because you're talking about not being in the wedding. If you're going to be faking things and with the disguise, you're obviously not a groomsman, an usher, right. or even the, the flower guy, which is a trend I fully endorse, the fully grown flower man. Pickles, my advice as a total scumbag, and I think we all recognize that. And again, I apologize if I've ever been a scumbag to you in any way at any time. <laughs> I've ever made you mad because I was friendly to other people and not you. I truly apologize. Thank you. Pickles accidentally blocked your parking spot. Yes, but <laughs> thought about it, and I uh, tried to shoot him in the parking lot. I, I don't remember doing that, but I possibly did. Um, I don't know where it's going with this at this point, but I think you should just lie to your family. That's how I would handle it. I don't feel well. I'm going to the stadium. Uh, I, if you're not really close to this cousin, put in the minimum. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Don't get married in the fall if you've got football fans in your family. Period. End of story. If we want to rank these options, I think the worst one is to record the game, avoid the internet all day, yeah. and watch the yeah. recording. Because you're going to be stressing the whole time about right, right. the game. The internet is going to be all around you. You're going to have people at the wedding who Other most likely will, will be watching the game, and it will be ruined for you. So don't definitely don't do that. Right. I wouldn't really want to root for an 11 a.m. kickoff because the fun in football games is at the end. So you're going to sit there, watch the game for a half, get dressed, and be like, crap, well, now I have to leave. So no, you don't want to do that. And you don't want to be sitting in the church with your AirPods in listening to Stan and Wyatt. I mean, as much as I liked him, could you imagine doing that? I would just feel wrong. Um, I wouldn't. You're a monster. <sighs> I also I I do think the illness is the best way to go, but that and and watching on your phone is probably the second best option. I get that my take is very hard line, but also because I work. I mean, like this is my I, I, I can't take a weekend off, right? To especially for a wedding, like it, it's one thing if it's like your brother or sister's wedding, but even then they know better. You know, they would know better. Hey, I can't can't pull that off. You know, that this is my job. I work 13 Saturdays a, a year in the fall. So I say, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. You're not I'm not coming to your wedding, even on a bye week. That's my weekend off. I'm going to go do something else. I, I, I agree. I like it's just fall weddings are dumb, but that's because. Of my job. This is my thought on this. If you're a person that thinks, well, we're going to schedule our wedding in the fall and screw you if you don't come, you're a really selfish person. I mean, it's almost like saying, hey, we're going to have a destination wedding in Cancun or Maui. And if you don't come, I'm going to be upset with you. Well, I mean, it doesn't work for all people. Plus, Gills could never get a passport. Um, passport to Hawaii. Passport yeah. to Hawaii? Britt killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Pickles, I'm not going to endorse lying to your family, um, but I just lied to you. You know what college football move weddings should do more of? Do it on Thursday night. Have the Thursday night kick? Thursday night kick for a wedding, especially in the fall. Come on, man. Don't do not do it on a weekend. Come on, put it on prime time on a Thursday. Get it over with. What's that Happy early, weekend? Early fall holiday, Labor Day? What now? What is that? Labor. I mean, that's in September. Yeah. Yeah. It's 
There, there should be more of that. You get Monday off, have it on Sunday. I know it conflicts with the NFL, but I think Sunday weddings are weird because you go to church and then you got more church, or you go to a vineyard somewhere. I mean, I just one event per day, please. Okay, that's well, some science right there. No. Next question comes from Cole Carmody, fifty-two. What? Who's that? Really? Who is that? Does Bob Alamo have a cousin named Roger Gettysburg? <laughs> Gills, what is your favorite story when it comes to history? Fitz, which is more interesting, the Civil War, World War One, World War Two, or Vietnam? And lastly, Zach, if you could pick one historical moment to be a fly on the wall, where would you put yourself? Hmm. Zach, why don't you go with that? Probably hmm. not near my dog. Yeah. If you were a fly, would you want to fly around the studio? While we're trying to record and know the <laughs> like leap out last of couple weeks, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I'd want to be. Maybe somewhere in the White House, like in the Situation Room, for like the Osama bin Laden raid. That'd be fun to watch in. On. What about the nuclear when when the nuclear bomb decision? So yeah, st- like important decisions in history. Like, if you had to be in a room and someone makes a call for something like that, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Well, Am I up? Yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't want to use the term favorite for my answer because none of nothing of what I'm about to say was good, but I'd say more fascinating stuff that I enjoy would be World War II, the stock market crash, and then 9-11. I think those are really interesting mm-hmm. to look at. Mm-hmm. So I don't <laughs> – definitely not favorite, but – I think that they're they're fun to the stock look market at. crash or the Great Depression because I mm, mean two very hand. similar things. Sure, yeah, mm-hmm. one led to another. Right, yeah, it's crazy how that happened. Cool. Um, well, I didn't. Cole Carmody, fifty-two, didn't, didn't, didn't ask himself a question. Ask himself a question, but well, the Alamo one was for you, then I guess. Yeah. No. Does Bob Alamo have a cousin named Roger Gettysburg? I will say no that he doesn't. But, but you made it up. I know. I I was. <sighs> That was, that was my attempt at humor. Hmm. Hopefully, we got a few chuckles. <laughs> Fitz will add him in. Yeah, what's what's Fitz's favorite war of the wars listed? It's it's actually a really interesting question um, because what fascinates me about wars is not typically the war itself. I mean, maybe the chess moves of the different battles and what they lead to. So I find the. Civil War fascinating for American political reasons. And, and seriously, topics we're still fighting over today. Mm-hmm. We're still dis- disagreeing over. Um, but World War II is more geopolitical. Man, what all came out of that? It's amazing now, if you look at a pre-World War II map of the Middle East and Africa, I mean, the whole world changed after that. They divided up, they divided up a continent based on colonies of Europeans. It's crazy. But to yeah. think of all the layers that that come out of World War II is absolutely fascinating. I, the creation of Israel, yeah. all of these different things, and the lessons we learned from an actual fascist movement in Germany offset by a communist country. I mean, literally, we had battles fought by two bad guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just amazing. And how um, how close in some ways what the government was doing in Germany was to communism. I mean, they were taking – they were reallocating resources to the people. 
um, on an even basis for the most part. And yet they, how much they hated each other, how much they found their differences. I think that is a great lesson in life. And I've said this over and over. The greatest flaw of humanity is we seek our differences, race, politics, religion, nationality, tribes. We, We find those reasons for conflict and we work on them. And we're working on them now domestically with politics. We're really, you know, at each other's throats quite a bit. But the way that all fell into place in Europe is just amazing to me. And and the fallout post-war after the German loss, you know, Eastern Europe goes to communism. It's forced to go to communism. That's crazy. I just think it's fascinating. It it doesn't make any sense why Russia, or I guess at the time Soviet Union and and Germany, thought that they could team up together. I mean, could you imagine today two bad guys teaming up together and then being surprised that it didn't work out? I mean, to me, that's... That that's interesting in and of itself. Would you you really think that Hitler and Stalin trusted each other? I mean, no. it's like, well, then why would you make an agreement with somebody you don't trust? That's just it. It amazes me. Thank goodness Hitler broke that because essentially what the agreement was is we're going to attack Western Europe and you're going to sit this one out. And Soviet Union was like, fine, we'll just sneak in the back way and steal things afterwards. But then Hitler attacked him. So. I'm, I got a headline out of this. Hitler wasn't very bright. You're so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. He was a con man, but he wasn't very bright. I've learned from TikTok that a British soldier saved his life in World War One. That a wounded Adolf Hitler was wandering across the field, and instead of shooting him, uh, he wandered into enemy lines. That They gave him aid. And saved Hitler's life. Could you imagine if he would have gotten shot? You talk about the butterfly effect. Huge. Huge. What's amazing about that is how many other times those things happened, but we don't know it. Mm -hmm. I'm fascinated by science fiction. If you could time travel and you went back and killed Hitler, what what would the world be like? What if Franz Ferdinand doesn't get shot and they get the message to the assassin that they had called off the wanted assassination attempt of Franz Ferdinand? What would have happened? What about the uh, Russian nuclear thing, where they're he like they were under attack, or the, the alarms were going off? They were under attack, or a missile was imminent and didn't do anything, and then, but he was authorized. Crazy. Could have started a nuclear war. Gills, do you know what we're talking about? Mm-hmm. We're talking about uh, stuff. Okay. World War One, right? Stuff mm-hmm. and yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. There we go. I actually graduated high school. World and War One, but I mean, you're right, Cole. Without World War One, the the whole underpinnings of why Hitler came to power disappear. It's crazy. That's why the World War One Museum in Kansas City is just oh, it's amazing. amazing. I went there. If you haven't gone amazing. to it, you are amazing. missing one of the great gifts of Kansas City. Mm-hmm. World War so one or two? One is in Kansas City. No, I'm, I'm just asking in general what do you guys think is more interesting. 
I think two's two is more interesting because the United States was more directly involved. Yeah. I mean, yeah. again, we we entered World War One, but it was really kind of late, and the reason we entered was not as dramatic as Pearl Harbor. Right. Right. I think World War One is interesting because of how just awful the conditions were like sure world war ii was was terrible like i would not want to have to go to germany i would not or you know on the eastern front i would not want to have to go in in the pacific to to try and fight you know japan but i I would hate to be in the trenches in mustard gas yeah i mean it's just trench foot that they would get right because they're just they're they're in mud Mm -hmm. for months that's the Brutal. one thing I remember from high school history. <laughs> Same Trench foot. Yep. <laughs> mm. Nasty. That's just the whole thing's nasty. From King Jim 77, lightning round. Name your top five breakfast cereals. None. None. What? Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Um, I don't eat breakfast cereal. Captain Crunch. I eat Special K, actually a lot. I'm not trying to be healthy. 70 years old. Yes. Uh, How are your bowel movements, Francis? Do they sell it or are they ready? <laughs> that was a new voice. <laughs> uh, frosted frosted wheat. Ah, oh, those are nasty. No, I love it. And then my fifth one will go with Reese's Puffs. I'm sorry, what? Did you hear what he said, Zach? Reese's Puffs. Reese's Puffs. Okay, from when I was a kid, Frosted Flakes, Raisin Bran. Oh. Uh, lots of sugar, though. Um, Fruit Loops. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, I really can't think of any other ones I ate. Rice Krispies, some, but again with sugar. Uh, oh, boy. Hold on. Count Chocula. Mm. I don't remember ever eating that, though. I couldn't tell you. Any time in my life where I ate cereal from a bowl with a spoon with milk in it. Because I don't like milk. Milk is disgusting. Gotta try almond milk. That's what I eat. No. No, yeah, I don't it, like literally. Milk either I'm with you. I don't milk, like milk is it disgusting. So much different. How do three of us not like milk? Four. That's crazy. Four. You don't I, like milk? I hate cow milk. I hate it. Huh. I, I, hate I, it. I think that milk, whoever the dairy industry bribed a hundred years ago or whatever to get into schools mm-hmm. and to be the, the drink of choice in schools. Yeah. That's what I want to go back in history for and change and see that. <laughs> I want to see that decision. Well, there's how, how is, about milk. how is milk the prominent drink of choice in schools? It is insane. It's disgusting. Oh, it's got calcium in it. So what? <laughs> So what? It'll make your bones strong. I didn't drink milk and my bones are fine. I also took HGH as a kid and my bones are fine. But I didn't drink milk. <laughs> I I despise milk. I mean, I'll eat it on cereal or something, but I... No, if it doesn't have chocolate in it, I'm not drinking it. Those but again, drink milk even psychos. chocolate milk, it's like... I don't like I don't milk want it. out of a carton, out of anything, but here's a little tip in life. It's kind of like going to a bar. You know, if you don't like beer, uh, the bar frowns on you going right to the tap and drinking out of it. Don't drink out of the tap with milk. That's just <laughs> weird. The cows really get touchy about that. Well, because it's not even processed. Milk as we know it is extremely processed right it's called pasteurization yep well not even that i mean it's more you know who invented pasteurization louis pasteur is his name louis yep okay 
Louie, Louie. Yeah, I also wrote that song. Oh, got to go now. Next question, please. I hope we don't have to have the debate over cartoons and anim- <laughs> animes and sitcoms, but animated comedies. Ah, uh, King Jim is on my side. SpongeBob. Is that an animated comedy, though? <laughs> what do you mean? Do you not remember this debate we had? Oh, Between was... cartoons and animation? Yeah. No, no, no was, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> what, what, what's an... What, I don't even know how to answer that. The Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny, those are cartoons, and Simpsons are animation. Mm-hmm. Even though Simpsons Bugs Bunny is, is animation. 2D. <laughs> Simpsons is the same as Roadrunner. It's written. It's, it's, <laughs> it's drawn out scene by scene. Uh, King Jim, the answer to your question will be uh, The Simpsons, Family Guy, uh, Cleveland, The Cleveland Show, uh, Give Me Big Mouth. And then, mm, try to think, what else? I don't know. I feel like that's that's about all that I watch. I'll just say I'll say South Park. I'll put Family Guy in there. I don't really watch it that much, but I'll put Family Guy up there, and yeah, that's about it. SpongeBob, Family Guy. I think probably Simpsons probably deserves to be there, but I don't really watch it or care. I mean, I've seen a lot of parts of The Simpsons, but I don't ever remember really sitting down and watching The Simpsons. Oh, I, lo- I love watching The Simpsons. I, the no, Simpsons watch, movie was good. I did yeah, watch I King of the Hill. Oh, that was a good show, too. Yeah. And I think we, as an older guy, need to put in a vote for Beavis and Butthead. That's fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what that is. Okay, what? Good. You probably, you kind of look like one of them. I am Cornwallio. Is that uh, good? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I like how none of us said any, like, the Adult Swim South Park. That's not Adult Swim. Yeah, it's on. Ad- I'm pretty sure it's on Adult no, Swim though. Now, I mean, they might put it on there, yeah. but like I'm talking like Futurama, oh, and yeah. Rick and Morty, and people love Rick and Morty I, types of shows. We, just, we use a lot of BoJack in this show. A lot of BoJack is in our sound effects. Mm-hmm. I parked in a handicapped spot. I hope that's okay. You parked in I'm a sorry, disabled spot. Is that the proper nomenclature? Maybe you should move the car. No, I don't think I should drive right now. I'm I'm incredibly drunk. Pizza toppings. Mm, this is an important topic. I'm a cheese guy, but I'll eat pepperoni. But that's how do you have five pizza toppings that you like? That's just just crazy. The surprise chicken Alfredo. Seem like someone who would get so pissed off at someone for liking plain <laughs> cheese pizza. No, no. And the people that diss on cheese pizza are lame because it's the basis of everything. Like that's why, why Dave Portnoy at Barstool, he just does cheese. Cause everybody cheese pizza, that's just the base of pizza. That's all that matters. It's the minimum you can do to create a pizza. If you put other stuff on it, great. But at the end of the day, what makes it a pizza? The crust, the cheese, the sauce. So Zach Carlson, basic pizza bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm assuming that you guys are going to kill me for saying pineapple and ham. Oh, you go. I don't really care either way. I think it's mm-hmm. a silly pizza topping, but at the same time, I don't think it's not a pizza topping. But buffalo chicken. I love buffalo chicken pizza. I think we've reached a stage in society where you can put anything on a pizza and sell it because I've been to AJ's before. 
Mm-hmm. Have we ever had salmon on pizza? No. No, I've never actually <laughs> heard of it. Excuse me. Do you enjoy salmon on pizza? I don't know. I just thought of it. That is I've never heard of salmon being on it. But then again, is salmon better than anchovies? I'd rather eat salmon than anchovies. And anchovies is a proper pizza topping. Speaking of five toppings, here is the perfect pizza order. Italian sausage, a little spice there. Of course. Uh, Italian. Of course. Um, (laughs) A little uh, pepperoni, a little mushroom, and a little onion. That's the perfect pizza toppings. And extra cheese if you want to go for six toppings. Do you go barbecue sauce on that? I will do barbecue sauce once in a while just to kind of break the rhythm and do barbecue chicken with mushrooms and bacon and onion. It's a pretty good pie right there. I will say I like um, – I'll tell you. you know, like I feel like my pizza toppings, they depend on the base sauce. Like mac and cheese pizza, yeah. great. Yeah. No red sauce on it. Like that's not – No. You know, like I think saying something's a pizza topping, it's a pizza type. Almost. Because like a Supreme Pizza, you know, that's got a whole bunch of toppings on it. That's not one topping. Philly cheesesteak pizza, have you ever had that? That is no. really good. Sounds good. What kind of cheese do they use? Do they use cheese whiz or do they use No, like normal cheese. I just you can, something. you can customize it. I get it at Domino's and it's green peppers, steak and mushroom. Ooh, I don't like peppers. I'm, and allergic. Mushrooms, I'm allergic really. to green peppers. Yeah. Mm, that's good though. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What happens? You know, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> and that's the guy that talks about peeing his pants. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, last but not least, 80s songs. That one's for Fitz. Uh, I mean, I'm just supposed to pull up 80s songs in my head? Yeah, what are your top five 80s songs? Top five 80s songs with Fitz. Number one, Take On Me by Aha. <laughs> I don't know. There's, it's just so... I mean, you got the high school 80s, which was like Loverboy and, you know, that kind of candy rock crap in the early 80s. Then you got the college phase of The Cure. Um, You got uh, some metal in there. It's just Asia was was one of my favorite groups that now I'm like, why did I listen to this? I listen to a lot of U2 and now I'm really not into U2. So it's funny how your musical taste change. I will say The Message, Grandmaster Flash, one of the best rap songs in the history of the world. What year is that from? It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. It's like a jungle sometimes. It makes me wonder how I keep from going under. That might be in these, is it late 70s? Oh, no. I don't think so. I think it's late 80s. No, the message is an 80s song. Let me let me look it up. I'll go Danger Zone. That's an 80s song, right? Yeah. Okay. Danger Zone. Yeah. The message. I mean, I, I'm more about groups. I still enjoy Journey, REO, Sticks. That was kind of my genre through high school, early college, and then I moved into more alternative. 1982. Really? Yep. Huh. And then what about Fight for Your Right? Yeah, I wasn't really. The Beastie, Beastie Boys. Boys. I was into the If you were not a Chiefs fan, would you know that song? Yes. Oh, yeah, I know that song. <laughs> it's just not my thing. What about uh, Planet Rock by Africa Bombada? I don't Never heard of that. Never heard of it. Okay, well, I will say that, again, we talked about music last week. The City Girls did a, you might recognize the trend on TikTok, the Torculator. Have you have you seen that trend on TikTok? I've heard the I've I've heard the song, yeah. Okay. Well, it samples Planet Rock from Africa Bambada, which is like he was one of the first uh 
uh, main like MCs of hip hop in New York. So there you go. I know this because I watched this um, documentary on Netflix. It's called like the origins of hip hop and it's pretty interesting. So the more, you know, and I, I think we can all agree that another great 80 song is Africa by Toto. Mm. Mm-hmm. Good, good song to close a bar with. When did the song Closing Time come out? That was the 90s, wasn't it? I think so. It's the worst song. The worst song. (laughs) The memories are terrible. I hate it. And the people that love it are lame. 1998. Hmm. I can just hear the bartenders yelling at you to get the heck. Get out! Yeah. You're done. Close your tabs, You're done. Bartenders, get out. Uh, that's one of my least favorite things bars do. Hey, uh, you just spent a hundred dollars in my bar. I'm not going to thank you for coming out. Get tonight. Out. I'm going to tell you to get the out yeah. and scream it in your face like I just took a crap on the bar. No, I just spent a bunch of money and tipped you really well. Now you're telling me to get the blank out. The humans will be right back. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The ads are done. Speak humans. From DPT Cat, if you could go back up to 10 years and change one thing you did or didn't do, what would that be? You know what's amazing about this question as an old person? That's not back very far. You know what I mean? Yeah. Think about it. Ten years ago, uh, Bill Snyder had been back for a few years. Your life's been pretty much the same. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're right. It hasn't changed. Career. And over the course of ten years, we haven't changed much going on. You go back 20 or 
30 years, yeah, I can come up with some stuff. I don't know about 10 years. 10 years puts me back to summer after high school. So going to college, going to Oklahoma State, maybe joining a frat at Oklahoma State and seeing if that changes my course. Like, do, do I stay at Oklahoma State, make more friends or whatever else? And hmm. I don't know. It is like, a, like it's, it's one of those things where I could change the course of my life kind of thing, but I don't know. Yeah. I don't really, I don't really dwell on it that much. This question is interesting <laughs> because Lon Kruger and I got into this in, in our podcast. He talked about, he almost went in, he's a, he was an outstanding baseball player and, and had an opportunity to go into minor league baseball and never play college basketball. And he wouldn't have met his wife, Barb at Kansas state. And everything about your life changes. Becky almost went to Oklahoma State. She's from Wellington. It's closer to the right. state. She almost went to school there. I would have never met her. That would have worked out great for her. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I've talked about this in the early 90s. I I almost got a job in Portland, Maine to be a sports columnist there and cover Boston Sports Forum. Um, and that fell through for non you know, just weird reasons. Well, union reasons. They were going to have layoffs, so they didn't want to bring someone in. But if that had gone through, where would I be now? I wouldn't be here. You guys wouldn't know me. I would have these dogs, this house, and everything changes at that point. Yeah. It's crazy to think about these things. I was going to say, when I was 10 years ago, I was 12 years old. And one thing I would change was probably the girl who I kissed for the first time. Mm. Because she's now a mom. Well, that happens. Wait, that's why? Like, ah, I kissed her and now she's a mom. Gross. Cooties. What's that TV show? Or is it because... Is it the father? Maury? (laughs) She'd be on there, yeah. I can assure you I should not be on that show. Three years ago, I heard my daughter tell her friend she slept with my husband. Since that day, I have been in complete and utter hell. Now, I'm constantly hearing rumors that they're still sleeping together. I even heard she might be pregnant by my husband. What do you mean you should not be? But it seems like there's some doubt in there. I I shouldn't be on that show. You not know, with but... uh, not with this particular. Should he regret individual. kissing her because she's now married? No, no, she's not married. Did I miss where, something here? I, yeah, where's kids. the Where's the regret? I don't I don't understand what the regret is. You know how. Was she not as attractive at the time as no. what you would have liked? No, it didn't have anything to do with that. Just well, then that's all you need. The reputation. So you were number one. And it turns out she she was just giving away the things for free. <laughs> she was, y- y- yes. Okay. You do what you want to do, but I'm going to that party. My life isn't over. It's just beginning. So if you don't want to run with the wild horses, then go back to the barn and go to bed. Loose lips. Well, I'm not going to say that. So that's your answer. You wouldn't change. You you would change not kissing. Well, if we're going strictly 10 years ago, then sure. But if we want to say anything within the last 10 years, I would change a lot of things. Do you remember your first kiss? Not really. I don't either. I don't have a clue who it was. Maybe I wasn't 10 or t- maybe you I wasn't 10? 12. Maybe I was like 13. Well, no, it might have been. It was in middle school. I, I oh, my wife listens to the podcast. Uh, my first kiss was with Becky. <laughs> <laughs> I hope my mom's not listening to this. I don't think she knows this. Huh. She doesn't listen to anything anyways. Did you share a toilet with her? Because that might be how she got pregnant. <laughs> Is that how that works? I think so. I don't know. I've never had children, so I'm not sure oh, how yeah. it works. Something like that. <laughs> From. You can do this. Exhausted nihilist. Sorry. Her. 
Let's hear some apologies. I apologize to the junior high girls basketball coach whose VHS camcorder I broke while filming a game. That's what you get for using student, a.k.a. slave, labor. Wow. So he apologized and then took a shot <laughs> yeah. at him. Nihilist, I think we need to talk about the apologies and how they work. I don't – I picked this question, but I, I don't have any good – Good apologies that I can think of off the top of my head. I haven't even thought about it really that much. I just hmm. trying to think. Oh, I got a good one. Never mind. I got a good one. Uh, when I was a child, I uh, my sister was a biter, mm. and like she'd bite. You hear that, Cole? What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> Cole's into that stuff. You definitely have to cut that. I'm not cutting that. <laughs> Glad we get to learn what Cole likes, but we're talking about children here. Anyway, my sister, she'd bite and like she'd like leave bruises. Well, one time I was mad at her for something, so I bit myself and started crying, and then she got in trouble for it. So she got like for whatever reason I didn't want her around at that particular time. So I bit myself on the arm, started crying, and you then framed her. Framed, framed oh. her. It was the greatest heist I think I had ever nice. done to a sibling. Don't, don't apologize for that. That's yeah, great. sorry to my sister, but I was that was amazing. So when I was I want to say nine years old, maybe I don't remember. It was when my parents, my mom and stepdad, were moving into our new house. And we had purchased the house, and they were still building it. And um, we went up there and, and looked around, and I had to really go to the bathroom. And I'm talking like emergency. You go ate some peppers. Oh, and, I understand the story. Okay. And the house was still being built. Well, the toilet was operational. Oh, no. <laughs> the water was running, I think. But there was no toilet paper. But I had a little pocket full of uh, tissues, like sneeze tissues. Yeah. And I clogged up the toilet. Had to do what I had to do. And yes, the toilet was clogged. And we didn't know why. My mom couldn't figure it out. So when they went back like three days later, it was still there. And Gross. she blamed the construction workers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I said, those nasty sons of. At nine. I'm glad you said that. Gills, yes. you got anything? Man, I wish I did. I think if you can't think of something, then you don't have an answer. Well, that didn't make sense. If something doesn't immediately pop into your head, then it's not good enough to tell, you know? I also want to apologize to you, Gills. Uh-oh. I'm sorry that you have to live with the person you have to live with next year. <laughs> I feel like this is a good... I would like to apologize, I'm just gonna apologize to in advance. this person I know named Cole for who he has to live with next year. I feel like this is a good spot to put in the Conor McGregor apologies. I'd like to take the chance to apologize to absolutely no one. <laughs> I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I'd like to take this chance to apologize to absolutely nobody. The double champ does what the f he wants. I, I'm going to say this publicly now. Um, and I'm hoping my sister is not listening to this. When we were children, we fought a lot. We just tried to irritate each other, and she was really good at it. And uh, one day in our house, I picked up an ashtray. 
back in the day when you had those scattered around your house because you grew up with smokers. This ashtray was made of copper, had a little weight to it, and I threw it at her head. <laughs> so I'd like to apologize for doing that, Amy, and missing. I'm sorry I missed. You had it coming, <laughs> You had it coming! Don't push Big Daddy's buttons! Call yourself Big Daddy? I just did. Mm. Mm. Can we move on? <laughs> sure. Given the Fritz debacle from <laughs> this last week, what epic errors have you committed or observed that spun out from a simple misunderstanding? Oh, that's tough. Yeah. Can we talk about this Fritz debacle first? Uh-huh. Well, is this guy being a troll? Or is no, he actually I th- think your name is Fritz? No, I thought it was... I'm not a, sure. I don't think it was... I don't think he meant... I don't think that he meant to get dunked on by everybody. Like, goodness. <laughs> like, everybody was just dunking on him. Like, I didn't read it as him being all totally upset at Fitz. Okay, so I think this, it was just a funny story. There's some history here that people would call me Fritz and and it kind of became a joke. It never... It doesn't bother me. It... it it bothers other people, but there's some people out there that told me that think it bothers me, call me Fritz. I'm like, well, you're the idiot. You don't know my name. It's right there in my Twitter handle and everything. It doesn't, so I think a lot of people are interpreting he did that on purpose to troll me, call me Fritz. But it was his first post. That's what makes me think that maybe he thinks we're calling you Fritz. I don't know. He paid us money. That's all I see. I don't <laughs> think he was... Well, I'll, I'll, I I didnn't read it. The fact they be, never responded to my questions makes me think it was. Yeah, very could have. I mean, the fact I, I simply asked, "When was this? What was I driving?" I I'm, I feel like there was something another layer to this story. I don't ever remember someone being in my parking spot. I remember people blocking access to the road. That that drives me crazy in the yeah. parking lot when people just walk right down the middle of a driving accident instead of getting to the right or left. It drives me insane about the parking lot at K State. Get move aside. There's people behind you, or if you're tailgating and someone's trying to come up your aisle and you're totally oblivious to it and you're standing outside the inside the white lines. Yeah. it would be that drives me crazy. Just move. And so I can see my me getting upset over that. Just move. I'm on, I'm trying to. If it was a long time ago, I would go from other things and come into the parking lot and be late or I, I don't know. It sounds like it's more recent. Could he could he have been referring to Fritch? Maybe talking about D. Scott? No, because we well, always see drive. where the mix-up comes in, though. Well, I guess, no, we wouldn't drive with him, would we? No, I, he I would drive separately. I don't know. He, he would go early enough, and he always got a better parking spot than any of us. And he'd have just complete straight access in. I don't think he had a problem. I don't know. I definitely remember giving a "What are you doing?" hand signal, you know, to people. Absolutely, that's like in a parking lot, and then people are just like they're drunk and they're oblivious yeah, to anything else. Like, it's like people are so yeah oblivious. It doesn't make any sense. That might that might be my favorite thread since I've been paying attention. Should that be a nice segue into the next question? Yeah, sure. From ContraCat once again, can you share some insights about the two sources thread at a previous site that the board referenced this week? I don't remember the. I I remember the thread, but I don't remember. It was uh, something Brent Venables related that he was going to be the next head coach at K State or something. And was this whoever the person had had two sources? No, this was Bill Snyder. This was back. When Ron Prince, no, Bill was still around, and this is like 
probably 2015, 2016, somewhere in there. It was like a year long thread and maybe even longer than that, probably like two years or something, but it was dozens, if not hundreds of pages long. And it was just a long thread basically where the guy was like, I have it on two sources that Brent Venables is going to be the next head coach. And that's basically the premise of the thread. Spun out of control. I think like Riley mentioned, it became uh, a lot of gifs. And boobs. And boobs. Not bare boobs. We don't allow that. No, that was not allowed. Um, but that is what the thread became. And then at some point, we locked it because it was completely out of hand. But then I'm pretty sure I suggested it because we're all sitting there ready to make the switch over to 24-7. And I'm like, because we're still working. You know, like we're, we're working. You know, we're trying to sort everything out. We got like four hours left. I'm like, hey, because I didn't have admin access on the message boards for whatever reason. And I never posted. I might have posted once that night. And it was probably in that thread and it got deleted. Oh, we unlocked a different thread, or we bumped another thread. It was the uh, the Katie Johnson appreciation thread, which was really creepy. But went ahead and bumped that that night too. But yeah, it got unlocked, and that was our parting gift. <laughs> okay, yep. story. Actually, our parting gift was Robert's words. Oh yeah. He Please give, explain. He give well. It was right before the start of the season, yeah. And he had given me his annual Roberts words, which I've stopped doing. You know, it was his thoughts on the upcoming season and his tailgating schedule. <laughs> and I posted that as the last story we posted at Rivals, and they they took it down, which I thought was in bad taste. Actually, I mean, it's Robert, it's yeah. freaking Robert, but it was a joke. So I guess I can see why they did it, but. What's weird about when you switch networks is now if you go back in the history, if you search something I wrote way back in 2015 and it comes up, it says Tim Fitzgerald, Kansas State Online. You know, it's just it just changes all, all that yeah. over in the coding. Last question okay. comes from Contra Cat. What conference football and basketball players seemingly had an endless eligibility and seemed to stick around forever? Keaton Page, Oklahoma State. <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Because he had Ellis. another dude that came after him. I don't even remember what his name was. Uh, Phil Forte? Yep. Yes, Phil Forte was around. But then Keen Page is on the bench sitting there, and I think he's still on staff. <laughs> just never went away. No. Nope. Keaton Page. Perry Ellis is the correct answer, though. I'm sorry to make that. Uh, kind of. Or what's that? Uh, Brady Manick, he's transferred, but I swear when he was a freshman, I thought he was a He senior. transferred? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd Mitch, he go? Mitch Lightfoot a little bit now, I think. Where did he go? He ended mm-hmm. up at a uh, good school. Florida? So, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm. What about uh, Todd Reese? I don't really remember that one as long. I remember him playing for like a year when they were good, you know? Yeah. Will Spradlin, I think, is an answer for this, too. I mean, he played. He started for four years, didn't he? He, Manic went to North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Good for him. Skylar Thompson is officially there. Skylar Thompson is there because... He truly has been there for forever. 2016. You know who seems like been around forever is that Tom Brady guy. Yeah. Is is he still in college? I don't know who he is. Uh, Javon Carter from West Virginia. Mm. Yeah. Good one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's just because he looks like he's 50 years old. <laughs> That's kind of the combination you need. They play as a true freshman. They play all the way through their senior, and they look old. That is Perry. He was oh. The heck was that? It was my phone. I dropped it. Okay. Javon Carter had been bald since like mm-hmm. his senior year of high school. 
Finest Atchison if we're going to go K-State. I think he only played for two years, but that was an old-looking dude. What about Brady Morris? I remember him. How old was he when he played as a senior? I'm not sure. I remember 22 or 23, probably. I'm I so could have sworn he was old, a lot I older. I remember his dad playing at KU Roger Morningstar. Huh, I didn't know that. I think it felt like Steve McKaylick was at KU for a long time. <sighs> I know he was only there for three years, but it just felt like he was there. Least think- favorite KU player. Can we go? Mine's Svee. Really? Yep. Svee? Worst favorite, worst, least favorite KU player. Um, Christian Brown. Kirk Heinrich. Mitch Lightfoot, Christian Brown, either one of those two for me. Mitch Lightfoot's a good dude. I met him on a hike. He was he was super cool. I didn't mind Nick Collison. My favorite is Paul Pierce. <laughs> I loved his game yeah. in college. Paul Pierce is good. What do you think Paul Pierce is doing right now? Do you think he's partying with people and getting fired from his desk job? I hope so. Um, least favorite, I'd probably have to go back to like Greg Ostertag. That's way long ago. Or uh, I can't think of his last name right now. Donnie Vaughn. Some of the old, old farts got to help me out. Donnie Vaughn Moore. Donnie Vaughn Moore. What about someone that maybe me or Cole would know? <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. <laughs> Wait, you guys don't know Nick Collison or I know Nick Kirk Collison. Heiner? Yeah, I know those I know guys. Heiner. I don't know this Collison guy. Oh, he no. played for the Thunder for yeah. a long time, too. Hmm. That's I'm probably why sure. I didn't mind Nick Collison. Yeah. Because he played for the Thunder. Um, who else? Oh, no. Who's the, the tooth dude? And he went to the Thunder, too, and I hated him. Oh. Dude. He had his tooth knocked out. You guys listening know who I'm talking about. You're going to find out here in like 30 seconds. We're going to figure it out. Big center. Uh, Drew Gooden. No, not Drew Gooden. Cole Aldrich. Cole Aldrich. Mm. That's the one. His free throw was like, he would like go down and then like shoot it behind his head like that. Yep. <laughs> Cole Aldrich is my least favorite. Shaka Khan. Yeah, that's fine. Cole Aldrich. Get rid of him. Who was that guy that went viral for KU who was like on the bench eating cereal? Probably Tyler Self. Tyler Self was on the team for forever. <laughs> Let's be real. He's probably still on the team in his 12th year of eligibility. But he's got the greatest highlight reel in the history of college sports. That thing was hysterical. Have you ever seen that? No. He had like a layup and he played it. Here's my highlight reel. And it was over and over. (laughs) It's pretty funny. Pretty funny. That's it for the Powercat Overtime Podcast. Hope you had a little fun, a little smile on your face as you head into the weekend. Don't do anything strange. Don't do anything you regret. And if you do, in 10 years, go ahead and apologize. Thank you for listening to the Powercat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Powercat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. Thank you.